Welcome to the Liberated Latina podcast, your space to be activated and elevated so you can become a sought-after coach online. I'm your host, Daisy Lopez, visibility coach helping amazing women of color coaches reclaim their voice and have a poppin' and profitable online presence. Visibility is so much deeper than just strategy and mindset alone. Here you'll get the concepts and tools that will amplify your message and catapult you as an irresistible choice in your niche. The time for women of color leadership is here. Ready? Of course you are. Let's dive into the episode. Hola, mujeres. Welcome back to the Liberated Latina podcast. You are all meeting me here in an immense moment of gratitude. And I just want to say this is really a dream come true for this particular guest to be on this podcast. Because when we think the Liberated Latina, other than me, I think (laughs) this person is just the most beautiful, perfect embodiment of what this brand really stands for. So Juliana, thank you so much for coming on. And I love you so much. Thank you for being here. Excited. This is a dream come true for me. Thank you for having me. Of course. So I first want to start off with meeting the Juliana that decided to leave Colombia Mm-hmm. and pursue basically what you have created right now. And I, I think about a lot of the conversations that I've had with clients or even just other women of color entrepreneurs. And I think that we're, we're caught in this conflict of knowing that there's m- maybe more available for us, knowing that we can mm-hmm. have something different than what has been historically been seen, but we're met with this resistance, this guilt, this like, but how, how big can we go? Can we really leave behind what we know? Mm. Um, so I would love to, I would love for you to, to talk us through a little bit of that, Juliana, that decided to leave Colombia. And what were you feeling? Did you experience any guilt? Did you experience any resistance? And what was it like to, to leave that comfort zone in search of your dream? So this is, this might be a little real and Robin, I know this is the vibe. So I'm just going to go straight and tell you. I wanted to leave Colombia so badly because of the relationship with my mom. I had a relationship where I was being, I mean, I was the only child. My my mom was a single mom and she had me when she was 18. She didn't know how to be a mom. She had no idea how to like be a, you know, 18 years old. Who are we at 18? Right. Like we're discovering ourselves. And so she didn't have a chance to do that. And so there was a lot of, her figuring out like how to discipline what does that look like and latinas if you're here with me you know (laughs) that latino parents are super harsh they will chase you with items the chancletas the belts i mean the whole thing right and there was a lot of punishment there's a lot of physical punishment a lot of psychological punishment and i just mean in in latin america it's kind of like just the way it goes right but I just knew that wasn't right. I just, there was a part of me that was like, no, this is not okay. This is not okay. I was always a very like mature little girl because I grew up in the, with adults around me. I didn't really have brothers or sisters. I just had like my grandparents, my uncle, my, my, you know, so I grew up in, I didn't throw tantrums. Like I was a very mature little girl because they had me be that. And so I just knew that I wasn't like, uh, 
bad kid. I was a good kid. I was a very well, like rational person, even a little like, you know, and so I just knew that, that, that treatment was not in alignment with, with who, how I was being, you know, I was just always very curious and inquisitive and asking, well, what does this, this doesn't make sense, right? Like challenging the rules. And so by the time that I turned 17, my mom had divorced my stepdad, who my stepdad was the one that keep us, kept us together. Honestly, he was amazing. So I had a, have a beautiful relationship with my stepdad. But with my mom, it was always very difficult. And so I just wanted to get out. When they divorced, I was like, I'm not safe here. Like she was, she's going to kill me. So I had a lot of drive, but my mom didn't want me to leave. My mom wanted me to stay. My mom wanted me like, she was just like, nope, stay here. If you leave, you never come back. Like we, you're done. Right. And I was like, I'm leaving. And I remember being eight years old, nine years old, 10 years old just watching MTV, HBO, like VH1. And I just wanted, I just translated every Backstreet Boys song, every Britney Spears song, every Christina Aguilera song, every every movie, Cruel Intentions. I, I know the words were for, I mean, because I just wanted to learn English and I always felt called to leave, to have a greater life, to have a bigger future. Like I remember practicing my autographs when I was little because I just thought I was going to be famous. And I just knew that was, I knew I was meant to do big things. Like I thought I was going to be either Britney or Christy. So I don't know, someone, right? I just knew, I'm like, this something's going on. I'm out of here. I need to work for it though. Because what I learned when I was little also was that my mom, you know, we had money. She's a, an entrepreneur. She's a dentist. And so she had, it's not like we were poor or anything. We had things, but she always worked very hard. So what I learned when I was little is that you make money, but you have to work hard for it. And that's the contract that I co-signed. <gasps> okay. Mm-hmm. I want to be successful. So I'm going to go hard. I'm going to work hard. And so I thought, well, I'm a hard worker. I'm a mature. I just knew I was smart. So I'm going to leave. I'm going to go and af- go after this life. But I thought it was going to, you know, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to sign up for hard things. And I didn't know I consciously made the decision that I was signing up for hard things, hard experiences, tough lessons instead of ease and universe. I get to have easeful lessons, right? I signed up for, okay, well, we're going to go get it. So I'm about, you know what I mean? And so it was this kind of like sad relationship that, oh, sad moment that I had, because I always wish I had a different relationship with my mom and with parents and like having like, like nurturing parents that give you advice, you know, but I just knew, I just had a feeling that's just not available for me to me. And so I was so excited to leave. And I just knew that I was not going to look back. Like I never had the option to come back to Colombia really. Cause emotion, like it was not safe for me energetically, emotionally, spiritually, like physically to be there. Cause I would just get into fights with my mom. And so that was the drive that the honest truth, that's why I left. I don't tell the world that all of the time. I tell the world that I left because I wanted to study marketing in Australia, you know, and I just, you know, I wanted this. I just, it's just, you know, so when I get really intimate with my conversations, this is the real actual truth. Mm. But that was really what drove me. Mm. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I've never even heard that. So I was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for sharing that. And I'm curious, since we're in the vibe of just going there, do you feel like there was a part of you that as you searched for, even as you attained success, like as you actually created success, is there a part of you that felt like you wanted to show whether it was like your mom or people back home, like you see, I did it. A thousand percent. And actually even up until last year, this pattern of proving myself was very prevalent in my life because, you know, especially as a Latina woman, right? Like we're taught, you got to look good. You got to look good. No matter what, you, you you look cute. 
And there's this all this mentality around what you need to show others, how we shoot other, like the, the optics of things. And, and I just thought, well, yeah, I'm going to look good. I'm going to be successful. I'm going to, I'm going to show, I'm going to, my mom's going to, you know? And so I definitely took it on my shoulders to prove that I had made the right decision, that I could do it. And that was a very hard lift. It's been a very hard lift. And I have shed the layers in, you know, work and money in all of these areas, but, but like it was showing up in my love life. Like last Mm -hmm. year, I recognized how much I was choosing a man, oh, I'm going to cry, um, out of, like, like I was trying to prove myself to him that I was a good woman, like a, you know, like the, the perfect woman. And I just had it all. And, and like that, I, and, and I just wanted to earn his love. Like I didn't realize I was doing this, but I could feel the little inner little girl just starving for his approval because I wanted to prove to him that I was worthy of his love and you would never see this like if you look at me or if you see me walking around in the world or me being me you would never imagine that I had I mean I didn't even know I had that because I feel like I'm a strong confident loving tender woman very grounded but there's these layers and layers that we uncover and uncover from our childhood that show up improving to me to show up in many different ways and the proving energy the proving pattern I noticed that I was doing it in my love life I was doing it in my business I was proving you know I had already proven to my mom that I could be successful so I'm like okay that's done now where else can I go prove shit So I was like, let me prove to my clients that I'm the best coach they could ever hire. Let me prove to social media that like I'm the ball, that I'm the freaking badass. Let me prove in my love life. Let me prove to my friends. Let me prove, let me prove. And I didn't even realize I was doing this. And so it all came to a head with the love part. And then I got to see all the areas where I had been proving myself to my clients, to my audience, to everything and all the heavy lift that that was. So 2021 for me, that, that whole realization happened in January. So the whole year was about unwinding that Mm -hmm. it's so refreshing to hear about like us talking about the proving energy but especially through the lens of what we carry as women of color as latinas who maybe you know we are like the first so we we kind of strap on all the generations and all the communities and all the people we're like all right, I'm going to do this for all of us. And I'm going to prove that we yeah. can. And, and it just starts to get, it starts to feel so heavy that we don't even realize it. And you're right. It can show up in so many different ways along those lines. I feel like when it comes to money, yeah, <laughs> let's just go there. When it comes yeah. to money, it can be a, a very, it, there's a lot of friction there. I feel like for our communities and a lot of ways to heal around that like I see a lot of needing to prove with money and business and success and results and something that I really admire about you is that yes you adopted this premium business model but the way that you've shown us about what it means to charge premium and what it means to have a premium business model is not has never been about just the money right I feel like you you go about this in a very deep way and you put a lot of heart into it. And I'm just so curious as to, that you, you left Australia, you studied marketing and you actually were a strategist, right? For a lot of big yeah. launches. Yeah. And then you decided to 
go on your own, be an entrepreneur. And then you decided to adopt this premium business model. You were like, fuck all the funnels and complicated shit. I'm going premium. But that is huge. Like Mm. for a Latina woman to, Mm -hmm. to go premium and to, and to decide to, to really play in the world of, of these amounts of money that is just so outside of what we're told. Mm -hmm. I'm just so curious as to how, like, if you were to go back to that Juliana who made that decision, yeah, what was it that allowed you to not just make the decision, but really stay and scale to multi-million dollars Mm -hmm. with this philosophy? I love this question because as you're saying it, I was just wondering, I'm like, who was she? What happened? How did it all work out? So as you were speaking, what was enlightening for me was that I saw that the key things that I did and the key moments. So the first thing is I put myself in rooms where that was normal. Like I remember one of my first coaches is he, he was like, Oh, baseline, you charge five to 10 K sorry. Um, five to 10 K for your baseline offer. Then after like 20 to 75 and then a hundred for your, for your top, like, I'm like, okay, Oh, oh, okay. So I put myself in rooms where it was like a big stretch. And this is why I always love and I encourage people to put themselves in masterminds and in rooms where and, and with coaches that think way bigger because that just collapses the timeline, right? Then you just, just by seeing them talk about money, you just, you just pick up on, oh, that's just how it gets to be. So I joined rooms and I hire people. And it was really just the first time that I hired somebody who was thinking big around money. And he was not a white person. He was actually this Asian person, um, Asian American. But independently of that, I just didn't stick around only with my belief, people who had the same belief system as me, right? Like, Latinas have a certain belief system around money, right? It has to, we got to work hard. Like other people have different beliefs around money, but I just got out of my comfort circle, right? So that's the first thing. Then this, there's, once you enter the, oh, it's possible for me to charge 10 minimum, which is what I charge, right? Right now, then it's like, okay, but who am I to charge that? What, what makes me, what qualifies me to do that? How, when, what? And so one of the things that I had in my favor is that I always, I'm very giving in the sense that I over deliver. Like I give all of me to things like in life. I just give all of me, you know, like relationships. And so to my clients, I was really just noticing how I was thinking about them all the time and th- and, and, and delivering, really giving my all in the coaching. Cause like, I would just like, it's so into the coaching calls, right. That I was like, well, I'm really giving this person all of me. So it makes no sense for me to charge what I'm charging right now, because I literally was so available. So at the time I didn't have really great boundaries, but I just recognized about myself that I was so giving and so present and so all in that it made sense for me to to charge more because I I didn't have capacity to have more than five clients with this level of like energetics that I had at the time, the giving. And so that was really clear for me. And And then the next step was justifying that. So justifying it for me looks like what's the value, like how much energy am I putting in? Am I actually honestly in my heart feeling like I'm really giving this person my all? And for me, it's always been a yes. Even in my group Momentum Mastermind and Magnetize, I really give all of me and therefore people experience the transformation. But also then he was, okay, but how does this make sense to the other person? Like, how am I actually, how can I actually justify the value of this much? And that's when I started looking at, well, 
what would happen if this person didn't work with me? Right? What what would be the cost of them not working with me? What would be the cost or what would be the gain of them working with me? And not just in the three months, in the six months, in the eight weeks, in a lifetime. What would cost them if they don't work with me in a lifetime? If they hire another marketing coach that I know it's not as amazing as I am, because I know I'm the best. Like I really believe that I am. Like I, I am so I am so devoted. I am committed to mastery. So so that's one thing I have going for myself that I just decided that I was going to become the best and I didn't have to be the best from the beginning, but I was going to become the best as I went. I was going to master this marketing thing and this mindset thing and this emotional thing. I was just going to become an amazing coach. So I was like, I'm going to be the best or I am becoming the best coach that anyone can hire. So if they hire somebody else, they're probably not going to get the as great results as they would get with me like then so they're <laughs> gonna have to hire somebody else so as you know when you buy like the cheap thing and then you just end up buying 10 of the cheap things instead of buying the one quality thing that's how yes. I positioned it in my mind because I just I I used to think that way <clears throat> and so I started justifying that like on a practical level like wait actually it's so much better for clients to work with me than go and book another 10 coaches that are not gonna be as devoted as whatever to them like of course I'm sold in my value so then I started building that and then seeing the transformations that my clients were getting and just really getting present to the magnitude of what that meant for them not just like oh my client shared a win but it's only two thousand dollars so it's not that good (laughs) like these were their first two thousand dollars that they ever earned oh my god let me celebrate with you and then just getting so present to how important the work that I was doing was for them, for me, for for just what just happened. And so becoming a premium coach became a no-brainer because I had increased my value in my head, in my mind, and in my body about myself, about the value of what I do and the quality of the transformation that my clients uh, experience and just the experience that they get working with me. So that's the short answer, but kind of long. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I'm curious though, was there ever a moment that you were like, fuck, maybe it would be easier to just charge like, you know, like 3000 or maybe I should do a digital course for like 40 and then they'll, they'll kind of go into here yeah. or shit. Maybe it's not like, did you ever have those moments? And if like now looking back, what would you tell yourself in those moments? Well, I did have those moments and I did do that. I like, I built the, the, I had a $97, uh, wait, what was it? Um, I, I, I built a three day thing and then I packaged it into a $97 thing. And then I upsell them into a $1,000 thing and then doing the 200, two, it just, it just, I just did so much work and it never worked. <laughs> so I just did it. Trust me. I did it. The reason why I thought it was going to work is because I had been doing launches for big names in the industry that had a lot of budget and ads to test and send. And like, you know, I did not have all that money. So I put all my money into that kind of business model and I still needed to refine my message. Even though I was really good at marketing, I still needed to get better and clearer in my offer and everything. And so I did use all my money in that kind of model and it just never paid off. So it wasn't just like a thought. I just, it wasn't just like an idea. I did go through with it, but then it proved to me it's, it's actually harder because all that energy I could have just 
dedicated to having one com- really powerful and deep conversation with somebody where I, that I could coach them for like three months and then that would have been it. You know what I mean? Instead of being behind the computer, writing all these hundreds of emails that I did, I wrote them in the, like the tripwire, the whole thing that was my expertise. So it's, it was actually weird for me to shift into premium because I didn't know what that looked like. I thought the way was the funnels, the way was the lower ticket thing. I have a course on it like I soulful marketing academy it's available for purchase <laughs> you know like I teach how to build a funnel it was like wait I had this awakening so that was really hard for me to realize oh shit what I know now doesn't work for me mm. and so I lost my value like I didn't so everything I know doesn't work for me or for the type of person as me shit what then what am I good at and I spent two years trying to find out what am I good at? What, how do I make money? How do I create money? How do people pay me? How do I, I don't understand how money, I didn't understand how money works. That was my thing. Like, how do people pay you? And then I came into realization, oh, it's because you create value. So if I create value, people are going to want to work with me. Okay. So then what value can I give to the world? If it's not funnels, because that clearly is not working for me. I was out of integrity selling that because it wasn't even working for me. So I had to get into integrity with what I knew I was good at. And the only thing that I could find was like, well, I'm good at mindset. And I was like, I'm good at these things. I'm good at that and I'm also good at some things around marketing like words that attract people so I started there and then I just build on top of that Mm. and it also sounds like we have to get to a point where we're willing to believe not yes in ourselves to to show up as the coach that charges 10k minimum but also there's like this belief that people need like people are not going to come in and invest in that amount so it's almost like, no, 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 people need the small things because oh, yeah. then they can like, you know, then they oh, can yeah. feel more safe and then they'll invest maybe three and then they'll, it's like this belief that no, 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 but people can't, people don't do that. People need a lot in order to invest at a high right. level. Well, I love that you said that because the way when, when I recognize that that was not true, the way I recognized that was not true was because this coach that I told you, the premium person, he had a $50,000 offer and I had no money back then. And I was like, that's the offer I want. It's a mastermind and it's VIP. Of course, I'm going to go for the VIP because I'm just a VIP. Like, I, you know, I'm always just like, of course, that's it. But I did not have the cash. No way I had the cash. I mean, I had some credit cards, but even all my credit cards together did not accumulate like you know the full amount and I was like so what I'm gonna go find the money and he had like a financing option and so I went with the team and figured out the financing it was just a bunch of credit cards and I was like yep I'm here for it and so in that moment I recognized wait premium client like people can pay you premium money even if they don't have the money if you make the right offer if you create the right container for them they're going to they're going to see how they belong there how this is right for them and they're going to go and do the damn thing they don't have to have the money we think people need to have the money to invest what the amount of times i've invested without having the money like and so i looked at myself i'm like the amount of times that i didn't have the money but i just went and got a credit card and I increased my limit. I figured it out. So I was thinking too limited. We think too limited that only people who have money buy. In fact, sometimes people who have money, they're more attached to their money than people who don't have their money. I mean, right? Because they finally have money. So they're like, let me just be careful with it. 
So the amount of times that I'm like, now looking back, because I have so much experience with different investment styles of my clients and my own, it's just so not true that only people who have money invest premium. When you make the right offer, people will find money. They will become premium clients. So I became a premium client in that moment. I was not one before. I had not invested at that level before, but thank God for him making that offer because it gave me the opportunity to become a premium client. Ooh, I just got chills. Wow. Yeah. Thank God. So, wow, you would, and we, we're here in our bullshit thinking that it's a disservice to charge right? a high level, but it's so true. It's like, yeah, a premium client is not just somebody who has 50K to invest, but a premium client is somebody who's willing to go all in yeah. on their dreams and is not, it's just, it's almost like how you always talk to us about not being more committed to your limitations feel like that's yep. that's the type of client that is like all in and I have to say I am I felt that because I am also so grateful to you you never saw me <laughs> you never saw me in like my smallness from the beginning I think when I first came to you I was like making very inconsistent like 2k months yeah in my yeah. business and I was like oh shit a lot of people just say what are you making right now and they cut you off and they're like nope sorry we, we want, you know, people who are making this amount every month. And you never did that. You always saw me in my bigness. And I always think back to that. I never thought I was going to be the type of person that would say yes to like a 10K offer, but you made me the offer. And I'm so glad that you did, because I think back to like, that's the moment that I became a premium client. I mean, I invested 7K before that, but it was just the way in which that came about. Mm-hmm. And it was such a, a huge act of service to be held in that space of like, no, I'm not going to sit here and see you in your smallness. I don't care where you are right now. Like, right. Let's go. Yeah, that's it. You that's nailed it. it. That's <laughs> it. That is, we're giving people the gift of elevating themselves by making them a really beautiful premium offer. Like, this is not about us. This is not about how selfish it is. This is about elevating the other person into believing greater things about themselves, seeing themselves. I mean, the way that I felt walking around in the world after I had made that investment, it was unlike anything I had experienced before. I was like, I am this kind of woman. This is the game that I'm playing. And that is just your your thoughts that just keep become then your new identity. I am a new, I am a different person. Like who here has invested $50,000 in themselves? Tell me more, like nobody. So it helped me be, elevate myself, but also it helped the other, it helped him also see my transformation. And, and that's just so beautiful. Like every time that a client invests in themselves for me to receive as a coach, it's like, I feel like they're saying yes to their future. And to me, that is the most beautiful thing. So it's just an expansive experience, no matter how you look at it. Yeah, totally. So I'd love to be the guinea pig for a second. Okay. (laughs) Because I think that, I mean, a lot of people on here have heard my story and have have kind of followed me from the beginning. And I share a lot about things that unfold for me in my journey. But I'm curious, as my coach, we've been working together over a year now, what are some of the biggest shifts that you've seen me 
getting to make, I'm not going to say having, but what are the biggest shifts that you've seen me getting to make as I've elevated as a premium coach Mm -hmm. that they can take away from themselves, like for themselves or that are coaches that are wanting to elevate to this level? Well, the first thing is that you are the type of woman that just goes all in. You don't really doubt me like as your coach right like you don't doubt your your calling to be here and that is required being a premium client and wanting to serve clients period to be in this kind of vulnerable place of trusting your guide and the the person that's in your corner and being so willing to see things differently and being so willing to take on the experiences and trusting the process. And there's this like, this like willingness that you have that everybody can, it's just so beautiful. I mean, being your coach and you coach other women is so beautiful. It's like a little emotional to just imagine that all the women who are listening to this right now are being coached by you because you are such a beautiful leader in that kind of willingness to just not like you're relentlessly in a gentle way to just get it. You're like, I'm here, coach me, show me the way, like, show me what am I missing? Like you're very coachable and willing to see things differently. And so that is, it's not just the traits of a premium client, but it's the traits of a successful person because curiosity is the medicine that we always get to go to when we're feeling stuck, when we're feeling like we don't know. Is the Curiosity is the source of, of innovation, right? And so there's just no way that you will ever, you're ever going to be in a place where you're not successful because you have a really curious, open, willing way of being. So that's the first thing. Thank you. <laughs> Just saying. Okay, prompt me with something. So tell me one more time the question so so that I can think of other like more things come up. I'm, I'm a generator, so I need uh, to- Yes. What are some other shifts that you've seen me making as I've elevated into a premium coach that have almost like set, what are the, some of the shifts that I've had to make that you've seen me make along my journey that- I, that have allowed me to elevate as a premium coach that people listening can also kind of take with them. Um, some of the shifts that maybe are like, you think are yeah. just required in order to yeah. elevate from just a normal average coach yeah. to a premium coach. So remember that, that call we had with the Canva? <laughs> oh God. So I'm going to tell everybody this. I don't know if you've told, the story. Have you told the story to your podcast. Uh, maybe I have, I'm not sure. Go ahead. So she came to me. This is one of our first calls. First, it was our very first call. Right. It was, okay. Yeah. And so you came with the homework from the mastermind about your offer. And then you, we were going through your modules for what your master, your group program was going to be about. And, and she's showing me what all the modules and like the lessons, like the exercises, whatever. And there's this theme of, you like, know what it was? My what? method. And I was talking about your method. You're like, yeah. You're, you're like, what you're like, what what is what is your client? And I was like, oh yeah, like they're 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 like working on Canva. It's like I'm gonna teach them how to create Canva images and I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, look, Stacy, I love that you did this, but your women don't need no fucking Canva. They don't need no Canva training. I want to see your heart. Like, what do you stand for? What is it, the transformation that we're going for? Like, what do they really need? They can get hire some kind of assistant. They can just go on YouTube and get Canva. And so what you have done so beautifully is 
you've been kind of in this, like, let me do it right. Like, let me just make sure that I get a right energy. You were willing to throw all of that out there. Like the, the whitewashing, right. Like air, like parts of us that we continue to kind of like keep to be appropriate. And you were willing to hear me in that coaching and just be like, oh yeah, no, let me actually bring Daisy to this method. Let me bring me my essence, what I want to stand for, what I want this to be about, what I want the transformation for my clients to be about. And then you really elevated your, your offer. That was one of the most amazing things that I've seen you do. It was like, oh yeah, no, it's like, I forgot what I'm doing for a minute, but yes, I'm back. So that willingness for everyone who's listening is in just bringing your true sauce, your true essence, your true, your true unique, like experience, your, your true everything that you are to your offer, to your content, because that's how you're going to elevate that. You're going to separate yourself from everybody else. If you're looking at other coaches, landing pages or sales pages and looking at their modules and looking at all the other things, it's okay. Sometimes we need that when we first get started. It's like, well, what do people sell? You know, I get that, but we, you can't stay there. You can't stay there. You got to then you know, get, take, take the training wheels off and really go inward and deep and, and ask yourself, what has actually made a difference for me? What do I want this to be about? What do I want my clients to know that's important for their transformation? And let that, and work on that as your method, work on that as your offer. Mm, yeah. That's where hashtag fuck Canva came from. That's, that's from the fuck Canva came from. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Yes, I, I have to say, I'm just going to mirror something back to you, because I think as I reflect on, not as I think, I know that as I reflect on the past like year and change, one of the core things that you've really helped me see in, as I've elevated it, that no other coach has ever held me in, is this like unshakable belief and anchoring in myself exactly as I am mm. I think that we tend to go into other spaces and we feel like we have to change in order to be successful we have to show up a different way and and we have to kind of blend into whatever what's trending right and yeah. and keep up with everyone else and you were just always such a Stanford no mm -hmm. no mm -hmm. like no. trust your voice trust who like trust your mission go all in on that, go deeper. And even today, it's like, go deeper, go deeper, go deeper. And I so appreciate that because I think what really separates the average coaches from the coaches who are going to lead the industry and are leading the industry are those of us who have that, that groundedness. And we're not kind of like swaying with the new trends and the new this and the new that. We're just such a freaking solid stand. And that's what people can be led by. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's how, what I was sharing with you today on our coaching call that it is by going into your essence and letting that be the thing, letting that be the content, letting that be the offer, letting that be what you're talking about, letting that be everything you're growing roots. You're growing like those roots in a tree. And then you're going to become this like amazing tree that if a hurricane comes, if a tsunami comes, the tree is going to be one of those that's just going to stay there. The only one standing because you're not wavy. Like, yeah, just like moving with the air, wherever the air goes, you go and the tree's just going to fall down. Right. So this is why I feel like I am, I'm unshakable in the industry and it's only going to get 
better and juicier and stronger, but it's because I always look for me as the answer. I look for what I stand for my experience instead of like, if Facebook goes away tomorrow, if reels come in and go, whatever, I don't jump on trends. I mean, I don't really do trends. I'm like the last person to jump on trends. I'm like, never do a reel. <laughs> now I'm doing reels. But I'm like, for like a whole two years, I'm like, why would anyone do a reel? Like, who cares? You don't need it. But it's more to show that you don't need to be jumping on the trends on the things that everybody's doing. This 10-year challenge thing. I just don't do trends. It's like my thing to not do what everybody does. And it, and and I sh- and it's because I just go and look what's authentic for me right now. What is what I want always to be working for me, and that is my essence, what I stand for, what I believe in, my growth, my mentality, my own inner work. I know that that is what's always going to stand, and so that's what I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> I love Such it. A, like soapbox energy moment. <laughs> I so love hilarious. it. I could listen to you talk all day, so I'm here for it. <laughs> okay. This one is like a, oh, this question is so, I'm really excited to ask it because for myself and for everyone that's listening, all the Latina, amazing first generation, women of color who, who have this dream of going for a bigger life than what has been historically maybe available and who are millionaires in the making. Amen. They're going to be the first in our families to do the damn thing. I would love to hear from you. Is there anything that you want to share with us? Is there anything that we should expect? Or is there anything that, yeah, just any piece of wisdom that you want to leave us with? Mm. Yes, 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 yes. Um, there are some contracts that we all signed when we were born. Mm, I'm going to (laughs) cry. There are some contracts that we signed when we learn about money, that we signed about how success gets to happen for us, that we signed around how relationships get to happen for us. And it is in those contracts, in those that we signed without even realizing it, that all the current experience you have around money, around success is is living, is in those agreements that you have unconsciously signed and co-signed and just with a sticker, unconsciously agreeing to, it has to be hard. I have to do it for my family. I have to do it for the people who don't have enough or whatever it is that it, that you have as your current agreement around money, your current agreement around success, your current agreement about ease. It, these are the things that I want you to today, tomorrow, when you have like a full day where you can just even just 10 minutes to evaluate, wait, what are the contracts that I have signed that are making my current existence be what it is? What are the contracts that I have signed with things have to be hard? I have to give it all away. I can't have enough. I am not worthy of having too much. Why? When did I sign that? Who told me that I had to sign? Who held me hostage to these contracts that I didn't even realize that I had to sign? And I want to invite you, all of you, to just burn that and sign, design, decide to sign a new contract. The contract that I have decided consciously to sign is that money gets to work for me. 
that money gets to be replenished. Money gets to come from so many places and I don't even need to know exactly where, but it just always comes. I'm an amazing leader that always has so many valuable, amazing wisdom nuggets to share that transform people. And when I transform people, just more money comes and more opportunity comes and more transformation comes and the world gets better when I'm alive. And the more that I give, the more that I receive and the more that I have, the more that I create and just the more abundance, the more I have, the, the better. And so I choose to sign the contract where ease gets to be part of my life where I get to have my own back, where I get to love myself no matter what. I don't have to prove anything to anyone. I get to do it for the fun of it. And, and I consciously burn those other contracts because otherwise you're going to have conflicts in contracts. You sign up for ease, but then you also have a contract where it has to be hard. That's not going to work. So I really want you to notice that you will unravel and you will discover these contracts that you have unconsciously signed. And it's really intentionally that you now get to redefine what you want to believe instead, how you want your next generation to be, how you want money to work for your kids, that you don't have to give it all away, that you can keep as much as you want, that you can have a lot and you don't have to give it to charity, that you don't have to have to pay for your parents to have a great, like you, you just get to decide what you want it to be and then consciously read that contract every day, consciously agree to it, act based on that new agreement because you will find more, <laughs> lots and lots and lots of agreements that you won't even realize that you had signed. And so, and so I want to give you the freedom for you to know that you can agree to new things in your life. It doesn't have to be the way that it happened for your parents. It doesn't have to be the way that it happened for your ancestors. It gets to be the way you want it to be. Mm-hmm. I love that. Thank you for giving us all permission to take up the space. Thank you for giving us all permission to go for the big things. And thank you specifically for me for always being in my corner because it has made the difference between like me really rediscovering who I was. And because you did that for me, now I'm able to do that for more people. So I just really appreciate you. And I'm so glad that the universe connected us. Oh my God, me too. Love you so much. So where can people find you and how can they stay connected to you? So Instagram would be a great place. My handle is it's Juliana Garcia. So ITS Juliana Garcia. I also have an amazing Facebook group where I do live trainings every Thursday at 11 a.m. PST. Maybe that will change once I move to Miami. Who knows? <laughs> and truly those trainings, sometimes people say are more valuable in courses that they have, they have purchased. And um, those are like the main two places. Mm-hmm. go follow her on instagram because her reels are freaking bomb i love watching your reels. <laughs> thank you so, so fun <laughs> thank you so much juliana for being here and um i just know this is going to touch so many people's lives and it's going to really awaken them to see a whole new possibility so thank you for coming on oh my gosh of course thank you for being the most premium like ep- perfect premium client ever I just want to share like you are just such a light you are so giving you're so loving you're so deep you're so committed and having you since magnetize and monetize all the way twice and then all the way into momentum mastermind twice it's just such a beautiful experience seeing you be a yes to what you see 
that's that's your future like you really are redefining how life gets to be by just keep saying yes to you and to you and to you and to you you're just never in doubt that this day you're on the right track and so i just really just want to give you that little extra acknowledgement mm -hmm. thanks i receive it i'll bring it in <laughs> <laughs> thanks juliana of course amiga thanks for hanging out with me today i'd love to feature your review live on the air on the next episode yes all you gotta do is head on over to itunes drop a review and let me know what you're most enjoying about the podcast también be sure to subscribe to get first word when a fresh episode drops your support means so much to me and i can't wait to share more with you on the next episode see you then